every single action that you have ever taken started as a thought. So when you change the way you think, you will change the way you act, and you will change the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. No matter what you're going through right now or ever have gone through, the only way your life changes is if you change first. That is what we are here to help you do. A huge shout-out to our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast, for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we sat down and talked about our inner demons and what to do with them. Today, for episode number 379, we are going to talk all about life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. We have a great story. Actually, we have two great stories of why this is applicable. (laughs) So why are we doing this episode? A couple reasons. So if you listen to the show, you know we're all about failing forward, and we've been doing a lot of that lately. Yeah, so we got our new studio. I know you've heard that several times from us, but the challenges that have come with that have been very interesting. So the great way to start this episode off is to discuss what just happened. Yes. So Kevin and I have a new camera mount on the top of this 50-inch TV behind, uh, or in front of us, rather. And we've got a new setup. We've got a laptop stand with wheels on it. We've got the 50-inch. We've got the timer. We've got the lighting. We've got the soundproofing. Things are rocking and rolling. We've got the TV behind us. Kevin and I just recorded an entire episode, 25 minutes long, yes. and didn't hit record on the camera. On the camera, no. And we referenced in that episode... Quite often. The new... Yeah, quite often, the new setup. And so we realized that we never hit record, neither one of us. Uh, that's on me, honestly, because I'm more of the camera person, but... Here's what I will say. We've been doing Zoom episodes during COVID for the last however long, and this is new, and that's a new camera mount, and we're failing right on forward. So now we did hit record, and this will be on YouTube. So, and the beautiful thing is, we had the opportunity to, to practice what we're preaching here yeah. in that moment, but that's not even why we're doing the episode. We actually had a jeffing before <laughs> that that made us say, oh, let's do this episode. So... After this episode, the next episode we drop on Sunday will be with Dean Graziosi. For those of you who do not know who he is, he is a multiple New York Times bestselling author, um, a peak performance coach, a speaker, podcaster, everything. Entrepreneur, real estate investor, everything. He is super successful. He's in the top of the top of the top. We screwed that episode up. Oh, yeah. Um, Again, with new possibilities come new challenges. We have the studio, but we haven't obviously ironed out all the issues yet. So we had Dean on Zoom and we had no idea how to use this camera. So if you watch that episode, when you watch that episode, it will look like garbage. Right. Our side. Dean's camera is fire. We didn't know what we were doing with this camera. We have a $2,500 camera. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. So Alan strolls into the studio five minutes before the episode. Oh yeah. I'm like, yo, we got some problems, man. Yeah. The camera looks like garbage. It looks like we're, we're filming through a cracker. It's terrible. It's brutal. <laughs> but we don't have time to fix it. Right. Like, it's time to go. So we record the episode. I Jeff the intro because I'm unresourceful. I don't even know what I said. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. But we, we hammered on through. It ended up being one of the best episodes, probably the best episode to date of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Dean added so much value. He got very personal with us. There's a very good connection. And at the end, we were like, wow, that was an amazing episode now there's two things we could have done we could have said hey we suck oh we did we did say that but we could have dwelled on the fact that we made mistakes right we're dwelling on the fact that we had a fire interview now what came from that failure and this is why life is 10 percent what happens to you and 90 percent how how you react to it what came from that is 
we were lucky, we are lucky enough to have somebody who knows way more about cameras. Alessandro from Italy. I believe it's Cap, Cap Carpentiero. I think that's how you pronounce so. his last name. But he is the nicest dude in the history of the world. Yeah. Like the nicest dude in the history of the world. We met him at HBA. He came out to um, Lowell to film us from Italy. Like literally flew out from Italy to stay at Amy's house. My goodness. Right. Like my good, nicest dude ever. And he said, fire yeah. Fire pictures. Fire pictures. Yeah. He said, I'd love to hop on the phone and I'll help you. Like I'll definitely help you set it up. I feel like you guys should know way more about the camera. You are correct, sir. Yep. So he literally walked me through it. We made it what it is now. And now from every, or every episode from here on out on Zoom will be this quality. Right. Everyone. Because now we have way more knowledge. The pain was great enough for us to realize, yeah, we need help. Like we're not, we're not versed when it comes to a camera like this. Like he's a professional photographer. Right. Right. But if you ask me about microphones, I know that, mm-hmm. but I don't know anything about cameras. Right. Right. So we were able to use that loss and turn it into a victory. It motivated us to do something that we might not normally do. And then we still screwed up the very next episode. We just screwed up right before this. Yep. But now we're here, we're back. And like we said, you know, at the end of the day, we could have said, oh God, that's brutal. Like, let's just call it for the day. We're going to come back. We're going to show up. We're going to do it again. We're going to make sure that the camera's on and we're going to learn from our mistakes. And that's really all you can do. And we're going to have the courage to actually release that episode. Yes. Just like we've done with every other one. There's a couple things jump that jump off the page here. Do a little boomerang action here. I love it. So first and foremost, at Never Quit Kid, think about this. On Instagram. We have a $2,500 camera that Kevin had the idea to use as a webcam for our Zoom interviews. He also had the idea of having a 50-inch TV that the guest will be on. Okay, so... That is an aspiration, a dream beyond our current capabilities. Imagine there's two types of Kevin. One person wanted that, one person didn't. The Kevin who did want that set it up, has the TV, has the camera. When we first got on that interview with Dean, not only were Kevin and I not in rapport, and I'll explain why that was, um, but we weren't able to look in Dean's eyes to keep rapport because most of communication, human communication, is not verbal. Oh, yeah. It's tonality, it's eye contact, it's all these other things. And we're looking at the TV, not the camera, because the camera was below the TV. Or no, the camera was way above the TV. So it looks like we're looking above. Um, and, and I could tell that we weren't in rapport. He could tell, and he talks about how he's empathic, and he can tell that we're not in rapport, because I show up five minutes, early, uh, five minutes before the interview. And there's a reason why that happened, too. Kevin and I used to work in a studio consistently. COVID happened. He moved in with Taryn. I moved out of that old house, and now I'm in an apartment in Bellingham, and we started doing all of our interviews on Zoom. You know that if you listen to the show. We used to have a rule, not a rule, but a, a, a guideline for each other, a standard of showing up an hour early, getting in rapport, talking about the guest, figuring out how we want to, what setting intentions, all that stuff. Yep. Kevin was under the impression that I was going to show up an hour early for the Dean interview. I had completely forgotten that that was our old standard because there is no travel with Zoom. And so anytime you're in the the studio, again, I know we're talking a lot about it, but the studio was once a dream. It has now created so many fail-forward moments. We often talk about micro-failures for macro success. The Dean interview was a micro-failure. It's not the end of the world. And everything you're hearing right now and seeing if you're on YouTube is actually better because we failed 
and what we did about that failure. That call with Alessandra would never have happened if the pain wasn't great enough after that episode. Now we're going to make sure that I show up an hour early for every guest interview in the future. Now we're going to make sure we literally bought a camera mount to put on the top of this TV so that now we can look into the camera while looking into the TV and it doesn't look like we're looking off into the distance while we're interviewing somebody. Hopefully. Hopefully. All of those things are a byproduct of being willing to fail forward. And, and again, it really does come down to how you react to the challenges of your life. Well, and that's the other thing too is, I mean, we made a joke of it. Hopefully it looks like we're looking... Like, I'm looking at the center. I'm looking at the hyperconscious logo in the TV right now. Hopefully, it looks like I'm looking at the camera. If it doesn't, this is the best we can do with the setup. Right. And um, now we can practice looking at the actual camera. Yeah. But, I mean, this is the best we can do unless we lower the camera or we angle it differently or something where it's going to be in the way of the TV. And sometimes, you just have to do your best. And sometimes, you thinking you're doing your best will show you, ah, you know what? You Maybe you didn't prep as much as you should have. Maybe you, didn't, you should have been there an hour early. We completely forgot. Right. Right. Like it's been three months since we've done an interview together. Right. Right. So, you know, it's, I think it, it always goes back to having that growth mindset, understanding, okay, we failed, quote unquote. And one of the things I think we're really good at is turning a negative into a positive. We do that all the time. Right. Like several times, and this is another Jeffing that we've done, we will agree to an interview before we do a ton of research on somebody. Right. And then we'll get to the day of the interview and be like, ah, you know, I don't really have the pull for this person. I'm not into whatever they're into. And then what we do is we always take that time to mastermind or do something else. Right. Like we always turn losses into wins. We did right after that. So the last episode, we recorded a full episode without the camera 25 on. 25 minutes of fire. You literally went and made the shot better. You changed the yeah. settings to make it even better. So what you're seeing right now is even better than the one we literally just did earlier yeah. today. Yeah. Because we took that loss and did something with it. Yeah. And I think that's just become a habit, but we weren't always like that. No, and that's something I said on the other episode that I'll say on this one. Right. At one point, that would have crushed me. Like, having a... So when we interviewed Brant, I called him Brant... Pindivik, his name is Brant Pinvidic, <laughs> and that was the be very beginning of the interview. I was like, oh, he knows I jeffed it. Like, he knows I jeffed it. The rest of the interview for me was brutal, mm -hmm. like painful. I jeffed the Dean intro. Like, I didn't say his name wrong or anything like that, but there was something specific I wanted to say that's on his website, and I jeffed it. I also wanted to say, what's up, what's up? Because that's what Dean says. Didn't say that. <laughs> but I let that roll off my back. Like, did it suck? Yeah, of course it did. I you know, I've done 370-something interviews. I want to, I want or not necessarily interviews. I've been on here 370-something times. I want to make sure I'm doing my best every time. But yeah. under the circumstances, I was stressed. I was unresourceful. Is it the end of the world? No. I'll make sure that, you know, I have my intro better next time. Maybe I'll memorize it better instead of writing it down next to the camera. Like, there's, there's a lot of things that can come from that. But we said we were telling this story, and we both have stories about this on the previous episode. I woke up yesterday... And found out that my car insurance for the past three months hasn't been going through because I changed my zip code on my debit card. And evidently, when you do that, it declines for some reason because it's, it's in the computer as another thing. So I woke up to a $791 bill. And it's like, this is not good. Like, I don't like, I don't want to pay this. Right. Another $150 for a credit card, another something, something. And then it's been probably thousands of dollars for the studio between oh, yeah. everything that we've purchased and we, we need to purchase. But at one point, that would have crushed me. That would have been like, oh my God. That would have been the, the theme of my day. And it wasn't. I literally looked on my system of success and said, oh, there's a couple of prospective clients that I haven't touched base with. And one is supposed to start this week. Like, let me make sure I reach out. You know, and 
at the end of the day, like if you're trying to do something beyond your current capabilities, you mo- most likely will fail. Right. You Because by definition, it's beyond your current capability, which means you're not capable of succeeding. But if you take the wins from it, then you can show up better next time. If you take the wins from it, you can learn. You can understand that like, you know what? This is what I screwed up, but I did well with these things. And I can do well with these things again. I'll fix the screw ups and I'll show up better. So there's a couple stories that we could tell here. Uh, One is I got, similar to Kevin, a bill that was super unexpected recently. And and one of the things that I want to make sure we talk about here is doing what's difficult when it's easy so that when difficulties come, you're prepared and you have the emotional resilience, the mental stamina. Because here's the thing, right? On that Dean rep, Kevin and I were able to power through that and still make it, honestly, the best episode we've ever done. Best interview, I'll say. Yeah. And if we didn't have the emotional resilience and the capability to let that roll off, because interviewing is not easy. If you've never done it before, especially with someone like Dean, who's so well-versed in this and who does it all the time, it's not easy to, to really build rapport, maintain rapport, ask the right questions, make sure you're not interrupting each other. There's a lot of nuances to it um, in this game. And fortunately we had the training ahead of time to where we could really just make that way better. And so if we had kind of like, allowed that to get to us and not powered through, we would not have one of the best interviews we've ever done. And so I think what's really important here is, let's say that Kevin hadn't been working so hard to plant those seeds with those prospective clients, that $791 bill would have been a lot more painful. So it's not just about what you do when something bad happens. That's huge. Okay, it is. But it's also what you're doing to prepare for bad things happening ahead of time. Yeah. And I think that's a huge important thing too. It's like, I, I said this in the last, the last episode we did, you know, if you're preparing for a rainy day in advance, when things happen, you're not going to freak out because you, I think the first thing to say here is assume bad things are going to happen to you. That doesn't mean that all things is doom and gloom, but what it does mean is prepare ahead of time, right? Like, that's why we set that standard of being an hour early because the camera might not work. Yeah. One other thing I want to make sure I say here too is, dude, after the Dean rep, or even before the Dean rep, I asked Kevin, I said, what if we just go back to our old webcam? See, I wanted to lower the target rather than hit the target. And you stayed true to elevating the target. And you yeah, said to me, I, I know. I felt bad. I felt bad after because I was like, oh, if we just use the webcam, we wouldn't have this problem. But, that, but here's the interesting thing. Let's say we did that would we have had the pain necessary to call Alessandro finally? So I'm grateful that you stayed true because people, here's what happens. You either figure out how to hit the target or you lower the target to meet your standard. I would rather us elevate our standards. And you said you knew in your heart and you said you didn't know how I know this, but you know this camera can work on Zoom because I wasn't convinced that this camera was meant for Zoom. I, I didn't know. It's not meant for it. But you made it work. There's and now no it's going to be... Well, now the, our masterminds will be better. Our episodes will be better. Everything will be better. Coaching, because anything. You anything true. you do here. It, uh, this, so yeah, and guest episodes. Right. When you're on a guest or you're a guest on an episode and you show up from the studio, it looks way better. Right. It just does. I did... The problem... Not the problem. It can be a problem. I get obsessed with things. Like that's a thing for me. Like when... I know something's possible. Like I knew, because I researched, I knew there was a way, okay, we have to buy something. Okay, it's out of stock because everybody and their mother is doing this right now. Right. Because everybody's trying to use their their camera for a webcam. Okay, well, there's a workaround. There's another thing we can buy. Okay, it's X amount of dollars. Let's buy that. I knew it was possible, 
And when I know something is possible, I research, I can't stop researching until I figure it out. It's like a thing for me. Makes sense. And that's why, like, I just do, like, the, the TV, the laptop stand, you know, I put that together. I know it's here. I know I can do it. It needs to get done. This TV is very hard to raise by yourself. It's very, like, it's very difficult. So the TV that the TV is on, or the TV stand that the TV's on, it raises to, like, six feet. Right now, we have it on the lowest setting. Like, it's a pain to do that. You literally have to push in the buttons and risk losing your fingers. Like, I raised and lowered it twice because I don't care. I need to get it done. It's just the way I am. Like, when something is here, I set it up. This, this, cam, uh, this TV behind us has a metal stud. Yeah. That you tried to drill into yes. like repeatedly. Yes. And you're like, what? I love, I like the word obsession. I know that sounds bad, but if you, you have such a belief, when you have a belief, you stay true to it and just change your approach until it works. Well, because I know what's, I told Alan, and whether this is true or not, I don't know, but I said, I think the studio for us is going to be a huge catalyst. Like when you look up the Hyperconscious podcast and you see that we're in a studio, you know we're not messing around. Right. But, what comes with that? Like, I think of it this way. Okay, before we were riding our bike with training wheels, it got easy. It got easy. Like, it was right. easy to show up to the studio and do our thing. There was no challenges, really. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Very right? few. Very few. It got easier and easier. Yeah. And now, we just took the, the training wheels off and we crashed the first time we rode. Yeah, we now, do we say, yeah, you know what? I don't think riding a bike's for me. Or do we say, okay, we have to figure out, let's go on the grass first. Right. Let's, let's go on the grass. We're doing a solo episode before we do another guest episode. Yes. Right? This is a solo. We have our mastermind, since we record these on Monday, we have our mastermind tonight, so we're going to do this live. Yeah. But there's a reason I prepped as much as I did before. And I said, are you going to be here this weekend? Get here an hour early before this other episode so we can, like there's a reason I did that because I know once Monday rolls around, right. we don't want to be doing the fire drill before, you know, before the mastermind. Right. So I believe that if you take... I, did I say this in the other episode? No, yeah, I said this in the other episode that we couldn't use because we jeffed it. I think of it like the video game analogy. We always talk about the video game analogy. If you succeed at level one, that's great. If you fail at level one, you get to go retake it. Like this isn't, you know, we're not in a finals test every day. Like if you fail, it doesn't mean you can't show up tomorrow and try again. Right. Unless you decide, well, you know what? Speaking's not for me. Coaching's not for me. Um, Swimming is not for me. Riding a bike's not for me. Relationships aren't for me. My job isn't for me. Right. Like, unless you decide, yeah, I'm not going to try this anymore, okay. My challenge to you is to take the suck and take the good out of it. There's, like, take the lesson and leave the pain, mm -hmm. is what I say. There is good in every lesson as long as you take the good. The problem is a lot of people focus on the pain, and I'm just as guilty as anybody else. I also wanted to make this point. Internal work. This is why meditation, this is why yoga, this is why sitting in silence and reflecting, this is why it's so important because this is when you're building mental and emotional muscle. Right. And this is what a lot of people don't talk about with that. You're able to accept more. And that's kind of what you're doing. You're accepting, like you're allowing more. We used to laugh when Dave would say allow. I allowed the fact that I have a $900 bill to just be like, all right, it is what it is. Like what can I do about it? I can pay it or I can let it control my day. And either way I have to pay it. I know. Right? So, like, why let myself freak out about it? Right. And, you know, I think, yeah, I think that's really what it is at the end of the day. You're going to have failures. And if you don't have any failures, you're, you're probably not trying anything new. We said this in the last episode, too. It was about, you know, you said squatting 405 pounds would have killed you at one point or crushed you yes. at one point. But because you conditioned it, 
repeatedly over and over and over again. And failed. And failed, right. At it repeatedly. Like this, I, you know, you don't just go from, for those of you who aren't into the, the gym or you, you don't know how the number system works, there's 45 pound plates. Like when you get to lifting big boy weight, you use 45, you know, you don't really use the other ones. Those are the big ones. Right. You can use 25s in that. But, you know, so 405 pounds is four 45 pound plates on each time. Right. What that took was me working up from 315, which is three plates on each time or each side, to then throwing a 25 on, which is 365, to then throwing a 25 and a 10, which is 385, to saying like, okay, I got that for three. I think I can do 405. Right. I think I can do 405. It's like those little... How many months did that take, what you just described? Eight, probably. Eight months. But what's interesting is it also took 10 years yeah. of lifting before yeah. that. Yeah, 10 right? years and eight months. So if you saw him do that in that moment, you oh, that's really cool. But you wouldn't see the 11 years it took or the 10 and a half yeah. years it took to yeah. build up to that. Yeah. And I think that's what's interesting is like, and I said this in the last episode, uh, Darren Hardy's story, he says that he was skiing all day. And his dad, like, let him go out and ski. And then he got to the end of the day, and he said, Dad, Dad, I didn't fall down once. And his dad was kind of hardcore, and he's open about that. And he said, well, then you didn't get any better. Brian Tracy, it's not Brian Tracy. Who, who says this? Oh, it's um, Bob Proctor. He says, if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much room. It's interesting. And I told Kev this story on the last episode. It was like, I remember I used to swim a mile a day. I lived on Indian Lake, and I, I wanted to burn extra calories. I absolutely love swimming. I've grown up on water my whole life. And I remember it was storming. It was like a thunderstorm. And I remember saying, like, I want to swim this. I'm going to do it. And it got worse when I was, like, halfway out there. As a matter of fact, I got stopped by the cops, and they made me not swim back because I had to wait. It was like a, a thing. They didn't want me out there drowning yeah, or dying. And they didn't trust my ability to swim, which I understand. They don't know me. But I'm always trying to kind of push my limits. And if you're out there right now and you're listening and you're not the type of person who pushes their limits proactively, remember the universe will push your limits for you. Why not choose in advance to develop the muscle before you need it? Like before I got jumped in the Providence Place Mall, I wish I had strength trained more. I wish that I had prepared ahead of time. Do what's difficult when it's easy because you know life is going to smack you. Steve Jobs says life is going to hit you in the head with a brick. Don't lose faith. And so you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe that everything's figure outable. You have to believe that it's going to be worth it. And you have to know that the prep work up to that moment is whether or not you're going to be able to handle it. I mean, Top Notch Live, we made every mistake in the book. Not every mistake, but a lot. Many. And we were only able to handle that because of all the mistakes we had made up to that point. And Tony Robbins says this, the quality of your life will ultimately be determined by the amount of uncertainty you can handle in a given moment. You and I have gotten to the point where we can handle a lot of uncertainty because when you're outside your comfort zone and you're doing something beyond what you've ever done before, it's really hard. It is. I mean, you and I got in a, a little tiff, for lack of better phrasing, after we had 32 people on our mastermind. That was the most we'd ever had. Yeah. And we'd never had a featured guest before. So you and I were not on the same page. And then afterwards, we had feedback and we had the team call. And you and I got in like a minor argument, very minor. And then we immediately were like, okay, we've been here before. We know what this is. This is drive to five. And then we figured it out. It was, again, 10% what happens to us, 90% what we did about it. You and I texted that night, and we got connected on a level we were never even at before. And now the team is more aware of the drive to five moments. And it's so much good has come out of that. Now we're on week 10. We're about to have Anthony Trucks on tonight. And if you're listening to this episode, that means Tuesday this dropped with Anthony Trucks on Identity Shift. And all of that came through our willingness to just screw up along the way it means tuesday it will drop 
Oh yeah, Tuesday. It'll drop the Tuesday after this. Cause you're right. You're right. Yeah, Tuesday after this. It's a whole thing when you record three episodes on a Monday <laughs> and some are weeks away. You're completely it's right. It's a whole yeah. thing. True. I th- at the end of the day, it's almost like it shouldn't even be the quote. Shouldn't even be that. It should be life is one hundred percent what you make of it. Right. Because okay, hypothetically, you fail. You're gonna go back and prep harder. You should be prepping harder anyway because you're trying to level up, right? And obviously, the quote works because you know sometimes your circumstances are what they are, you know. But I can think of like Eric Legrand, Isabel Picard, all of these people who had ninety percent of life happen to them. I know, and they still made something out of it, and way more than they probably would have otherwise. Because now they're forced to to grow and evolve and become this version of themselves that maybe they never planned on being. Right. And imagine like, imagine if they just said, ah, oh, this happened to me, that's it. They wouldn't be the people that you know and love. Bella does handstands, man. I can't do handstands. Right. And she was told she'd never walk again. Yeah. And she, you know, bring back the right side. How many people has she inspired through that adversity? It's unbelievable. I thought about that the other day. Probably millions. But imagine if she had given up. Yeah. If she hadn't taken that adversity and used it, that I, this is one of the most important concepts in the world, you know? I mean, again, we're having Anthony Trucks on to talk about identity today. He's been through he, foster care. Yeah. He had people, you know, forcing him to lick their shoes. I'm like sure chase he's, chickens he's for food. failed at speeches. I'm oh, sure he's sure. failed at coaching calls. I remember we asked him, how many speeches have you given? He's like, I don't know, like 150? And he was doing the PowerPoint the night before, yeah. and he got uh, a standing ovation at In-N-Out Burger. And it's like... Of course he can do that. He even said on stage, he's like, I've done hundreds of videos of me just talking off the cuff. That's why I can do this. Yeah. It's not because I'm naturally born speaker. And the, the, the product, this is, like, this is the takeaway I want to leave you with, and then we got to go because this camera's going to shut off and we might Jeff it again. <laughs> if you just learned about us, you might look at this and be like, oh, they have a studio, they got this TV, this nice camera, all this equipment, like that's amazing. Like this nice website, but we didn't always. Oh yeah. And we want to leave the screw-ups up so you guys realize like you will screw up like we did we have screwed up like you have we will screw up like you will you will screw up like we have or we will like it's gonna happen mm-hmm. it's gonna happen speaking of screw-ups oh yeah uh if you head over to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com www dot uh we have a brand new website oh yeah fire website like the best ever website why did why is it the way it is because we were very focused and motivated on creating a new website because I created the other website and I have no knowledge of how to do that and it was kind of a failure. It was a fail forward, but it gave us the opportunity and the motivation to say, hey, we want to make something better. We want to have a studio. We want to have a website. We want to have all this next level stuff and we use that as a chance to grow. So Last but not least, head, head over there. Head on over there. Head on over. Mondays, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. These masterminds are getting good. We are about to surpass week 10. We're getting better and better, and now they're in the studio. We're having Anthony Trucks on tonight. Next week, we're going to be doing eliminating your limiting beliefs. We want to really dig into what you believe and why you believe it so that we can eradicate anything that's holding you back because the ancestor to every action is a belief. That's what they tell me. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this. As I mentioned, up next, we were lucky enough to sit down with Dean Graziosi. If you listen, it's going to be the best episode you've ever heard from us, in our opinion. If you watch, it's going to be the best episode you've ever watched, minus the fact that our quality is terrible. It's like Teams is great. <laughs> but again, there's a reason we're talking about this. We want you guys to watch that and understand we jeffed it, but we are going to make sure that doesn't happen again 
except for we jeffed it right before this episode. We hope you enjoyed, and we will talk to you guys on Sunday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends. And if you have any questions, please reach out to Kevin or myself. Our contact information is in the show notes, and we can't wait to hear from you. Guys, we wouldn't be able to do this without you, so if you would kindly leave us a review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyper-conscious.